topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hello and welcome to the Phoenix 5-0 Info Show. I'm your host, Lieutenant Vince Lewis, with the Phoenix Police Public Affairs Bureau. And we're coming to you, as always, from Police Headquarters, beautiful downtown Phoenix. I'm joined today here by Sergeant uh, Justin Wood from the Traffic Bureau. How's it going? Very well. How are you? Good. You rode here on a motorcycle, is that correct? I did. We refer to you guys as motors. That's correct. Okay, it's just short for motorcycle, right? Correct. We try to keep it easy because that's how we like it around here. That's right. Yeah. How long have you been riding motors? Uh, this is my 16th summer. 16th summer in Phoenix. It is. Wow, that's incredible. Are you native? I am. Okay. But, um, and, but how long have you been a police officer total? I've been with the department for 24 years. 24 years. Wow. Excellent. Um, so tell me a little bit about your assignment, what your primary duties are day to day. I'm currently assigned to the traffic bureau as a motor sergeant. Um, my job is to supervise the traffic education safety squad. And we do a variety of things up, including enforcement, education, doing community events, public speaking groups, um, pretty much anything and everything under the sun, uh, community-based as far as traffic education goes, we handle. So you'll get requests to come speak at these groups, right? Correct. What, what do you talk about? What do they ask about? Uh, we, a, lot of, a lot of it focuses on driving behavior, speed concerns, um, school zone enforcement, and whether or not we can actually do enforcement in a certain area. Okay. Um, touch on that school zone topic real quick. What what are the rules? What do I need to know as a driver at the school zone? I'm approaching a school zone. I see that first sign. What can I expect? What should I do? From that first sign to the crosswalk, it, you have to be at 15 miles per hour. You cannot exceed 15 miles per hour once you pass that first sign. Otherwise, it's a violation of the speed code for that. Um, once you reach the crosswalk, you're free to accelerate through and continue on at the speed limit for the area you're in. So it's sign to crosswalk, not sign to sign? Correct. Wow, interesting. Okay. And then um, the signs that we know of that are like City of Phoenix, the stop signs and things like that, there's somebody walking around on foot with a handheld sign. Does that count as like a real street sign? In a school zone, yes. They are an authorized crossing guard. Um, Speaking of that, that is another training that our squad provides to school districts that have people that want to come out and learn how to safely cross students across in a school zone. Um, They are allowed to hold up that sign in the traffic vest and stop traffic as long as they're working in as an agent of the school. Okay. So at the bottom of these signs that I recall, it says no passing. Is that no passing 15 miles an hour or no passing vehicles? How does that, what do they mean? It's no passing at all. Um, Even if it's a two lane portion of the roadway, one vehicle says doing 10 miles an hour and you want to do 15, which is this technically the speed limit in the school zone, you cannot pass that slower vehicle. And by passing it's bumper to bumper. So your front bumper would have to pass the front bumper of the other vehicle to be considered a lawful a pass. Okay. So you just have to get ahead of the other driver. Correct. What so explain to me because I remember that they explained to this in the academy. What's the difference between passing and overtaking? So you've explained passing, what is overtaking? Overtaking is completely going ahead of the other vehicle. Okay. So, so around the, the the other vehicle? Correct. Okay. All right. So uh what are some of the uh 
most common questions that you get uh, from the community related to traffic? Why do people speed so much is probably the biggest one. Um, what can we do about it? Let's say I'm at home and I believe that the highway behind my house is a raceway. Uh, I have a complaint. I think it's dangerous and I want somebody to do something about it. And I want to call the Phoenix police. What, where do I start? What do I do? The, the best number is 602-534-SPEED. That's our traffic complaint hotline and monitored by a police assistant on our, our squad. Um, she handles each complaint, verifies whether or not it's within the city of Phoenix because we get quite a few calls that originate from outside. Um, if it's a viable area, we can go work. Uh, my squad will go out and take a look at it. And if it's a really good traffic complaint, we have a few that we work as a whole group of motors. We call it a traffic impact program. We take five to ten motors out, and we go out and work an area for two to three hours at a time, um, basically a zero-tolerance enforcement during that time for speed or other hazardous violations. It's, a, it's pretty effective then, right? It is. Uh, so um, I'm, I'd imagine that there's plenty of neighborhoods that are out there that are very interested in getting some type of something set up in their neighborhood. Uh, is, is there such a thing as a speed trap? No, there really is not, um, unless you consider a motor officer or a patrol car sitting on the side of the road a speed trap. Then. Oh, so I picture, I'm sure everybody pictures you, you know, you cover yourself in branches, you hide behind a giant billboard, and you wait for the speeders to come by. Is that? Nope. Um, That's not what you do? Really, the only thing we do now is look for shade because it's so hot, uh, try and hide somewhere under a shady area. But for the most part, you'll see a motor officer on the side of the road or on the sidewalk out in plain view not hiding behind anything and is it true that by the time you they you see the motor officer they already know how fast you're driving yes so slowing down won't necessarily get you out of the violation that's already occurred that is correct okay um let's see what else uh, what are the, some of the other issues that you guys uh, address with the traffic safety and education uh, units that you belong to we do a lot of bicycle safety um uh, working with schools and the commuter aspect of it with the children going to and from school on bicycles, skateboards, whatever they elect to, to use to get to school other than being dropped off by a parent or a motor vehicle. Um, what are some of the rules with the bicycles? Probably, if you're on the bicycle versus driving next to one? Probably the most common is they have to abide by the same traffic laws as a motor vehicle. So red light, they have to stop for the red light. Stop sign, they have to stop for the stop sign. Um, I've only had a handful in my career, but can't speed through a school zone on a bicycle the same way as a car. You still have to abide by everything. Wow. What about on a sidewalk? Can you ride a bicycle on a sidewalk? You can ride a bicycle on a sidewalk. However, a pedestrian does have the right of way. So, And if, what does that mean? If you're approaching a pedestrian, you have to give them enough room to go around where you don't interfere with that pedestrian. Okay. Do you have to stop at the intersection and walk your bike? No. Oh, even in the crosswalk? You don't. Okay. You can ride your bike right through the, the intersection as long as you're doing it in a lawful manner, meaning you've stopped for the stop sign or the red light, and then you can proceed. So beyond the rules, I think the intent behind all of these uh, guidelines and things that we follow is just being courteous to other people and things on the roadway, right? That's a great way to describe it, yes. <laughs> Good. Um, what other uh, types of things do you do? Do you still do uh, – do you still respond to – uh, collisions and, and take reports and that kind of a thing? Uh, 
we do have some folks that do on uh, I don't know how to describe the the basis that they do. Um, if it's a severe collision, they'll respond. Or injury collision, they'll respond. But our primary focus now is transition more to an enforcement aspect to kind of be proactive and prevent the collisions before they occur. That's good. Um, so I know we have a limited amount of officers who ride motorcycles, and we rely on you guys for uh, escorts, uh, for special events, and maybe even VIPs in town and things like that. Is it, do you guys do police escorts for important people? We do. Mostly it's uh, the president or vice president when they're in town and high profile. Uh, most recently it was for the Super Bowl. And even those were very limited into our our participation in them. Well, so the the traffic laws that we follow, it's the chapter uh, and verse out of the Arizona Revised Statutes is basically Title 28. Is that correct? That is correct. But there's some Phoenix City codes that apply as well. But that mostly has to do with what, like parking? and A majority of it is parking enforcement and a few noise ordinances and, like, squealing tires is the big one that's covered under the city code. Okay. What, what about driving barefoot? Is that illegal? No. <laughs> Has anybody ever asked you that? Somebody's asked I, me I've that before. I've been asked quite a few times. Okay. What, what, any, anything else that uh, took you off guard? Any questions from the community? That you... Is it illegal to drive with your feet out the window? As a driver? No, as as a passenger. As a passenger. Oh, okay. Um, I have seen drivers do that too. Um, I don't recommend it. If, simply if you're in a collision and that airbag goes off, it's going to bend you in half. What about uh, pickup trucks? Is it illegal to ride in the back of a pickup truck as a passenger? It is not. With no restraints or anything? Nope. Okay. Um, child safety laws do apply, however. What are those? Um Four to seven years old, you're required to be in a booster seat, and up to four, you're required to have a car seat, and there's also a weight factor involved in those. It, what if I can't afford a car seat? Uh, you can get a hold of Safe Kids, and they can make arrangements to uh, provide a car seat or a booster seat. Um, you can also contact the Phoenix Fire Department. They have a program for that, and we also have a limited number that we tend to issue out, but they're predominantly saved for the major events that we do for car seat safety checks. Do you install them? They do. And Well, I don't want to say we install them, but we show the parent how to install it correctly. What's the number one thing that's missed when it comes to installing child safety seats correctly? The location in the vehicle. Um, most people like to put the car seat in the center portion of the back seat. They think it's safer there, but there's not a real proper way to secure that. Um, newer vehicles, though, are adapting to that and providing either the seatbelt function to be able to properly secure them or they call it the latch system to properly secure the car seat into that center seat. And you want to cinch that seat down as best you can, right? Correct. As, as tight so that little lateral movement left and right on that seat. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Um Let's get back to riding the bike. Uh, it, we're talking with Sergeant Justin Wood from the Traffic Bureau. He's a motor sergeant, and he's also in charge of the Traffic Safety and Education Unit. He rode here today on his motorcycle. Uh, we're in the middle of summer right now when, uh, when we're recording this. And uh, I asked you before we started, how did it feel coming over? It was definitely warm. <laughs> and you're dressed in long sleeves. I mean, why don't we wear flip-flop shorts and short sleeves 
uh, and and that when you're out on a motorcycle? It's safety, number one. Uh, if you're involved in a collision, you don't want to have your shoes come off or end up grinding across the pavement in shorts. Uh, the damage to the human body is exponential at that point. Uh, reason for the long sleeves for me is I figure I'm going to be hot anyway. I might as well try and keep as much sun off of me as I can. Um, that combined with sunscreen to try and protect myself as best as I can while we're out on the road. And I had heard that you could sweat up to as much as 10 pounds of weight, water weight off each shift. Is that right? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, maybe I got some bad information, but uh, you sweat a lot. And, and you're also wearing a, uh, your, your personal protective equipment underneath. Is that correct? Correct. All right, good. We'd like to hear that. Good. Um, so uh, how fun was the motor training? It was absolutely the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Really? But it was also the most fun thing I've done. What do you remember from it? Crashing a lot. Um, <laughs> they give you a trainer motorcycle, which is reinforced to, because they know you're going to crash. And I crashed a lot. Um, but the instructor's telling you to do an exercise and how they want it done, all the way up to demonstrating the exercise, thinking there's no way I can do that. But sure enough, everything they show you, everything they tell you, you can do on a motorcycle. It is capable of doing that. It's mostly a mind issue to get that through your head that you can do what they're telling you to do. Well, we're glad you're out there. Hopefully, uh, you know, you're, 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 you're wearing your helmet, which I know you are, uh, pushing out that safety message to everybody, enforcing the traffic and keeping us safe on the roads. We appreciate you, Justin. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Sergeant Wood, want to appreciate, uh, I want to thank you, Sergeant Wood, for coming in uh, to the show. I'd also like to thank uh, my producer, Pablo. Uh, as always, you can help fight crime in your community uh, by potentially earning a cash reward and remaining completely anonymous by sending tips to Silent Witness. Visit silentwitness.org and call 480-WITNESS. Visit us at phoenix.gov slash police and follow us on all social media platforms. Until next time, remember, we're all in this together and be safe out there. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.